0: Welcome to the Work in Progress podcast, where we keep our whip in check. And now here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Leadership Development. Welcome to episode number 63, becoming the best control freak. If you're listening to this, you're either a self-identified control freak or maybe you have one in your life surrounding you. Um, I love it when someone tells me that they're a control freak because I can relate to you, I get you. And so many of you tell me so many times and so often how you like to have the control over things. You like to be in control or you identify yourself as a control freak. And sometimes that's even a badge of honor. Sometimes people are coming in with that as, you know, I, that's what gives me my um, power, my identity. It's how I identify with myself. It's why I am as successful as I am. We attribute a lot of our um, need and ability to control things. Um, this is how we relate to ourselves and our people and our lives. And it's how we attribute to our success many times. So this, this podcast is a lot of fun for me, because I feel like many of you can relate to this in some area of your life. And for some reason, you are, if you happen to be one of the people who's not a control freak, then you can probably still relate to us on some, some other level. Or you may know somebody in your life who could benefit from this, and you might understand them a little better as a result of it. So This is a very fun episode and it's about becoming the best control freak that you can be. And as a recovering perfectionist, being a control freak can sometimes walk alongside perfectionism. So they have both been my work in my life. And in my early career days, I struggled with controlling employees and bosses, um, a male dominated corporate world that seemed very unfair to me at many times. And then on to what husbands should do, and how people should drive, and the right and wrong way of doing things, and on and on and on and on and on on. It really didn't end. And believe me, if I could have figured out how to get all the things and the people around me to do what I wanted them to do, I would have been so much happier. I would have been so happy at that time. And it just doesn't seem to work that way. That's the deal, unfortunately, but if you figure out how to do that, then I highly recommend you bottle that up and sell that recipe because you are going to be a very rich person because all the control freaks I get to talk to all the time would love to buy it, and I would be the first in line. Now, the other day, I want to share a story with you. I was in cycling class at the gym. It's probably one of the only classes I do, so I reference it a lot. There's a woman speaking kind of loudly to her husband. She's obviously trying to communicate with him and have a conversation with him during the spin class. And so she's talking loudly because there's music. So she needs to speak more loudly so he can hear. And another woman nearby was visibly bothered by this talking by this woman who was talking at an elevated uh, volume. And she continued to turn around and stare and roll her eyes each time the woman was speaking. So the woman talking to her husband was continuing to talk and completely unaware of all of this. But the bothered woman just continued increasingly showing how bothered she was. She made it very obvious that she disapproved of this talking behavior, and she wanted to make it as clear as possible to all of those around her just how much this was wrong and bothered her. Maybe you can relate to the story. But here's what ended up happening. The talking woman was never aware of any of this and neither was the talking woman's husband, even though many other people around the bothered woman were. The other people didn't seem bothered at all with the talking. They were not bothered by that. They were just aware of the woman who was bothered. But the woman who was so bothered spent probably about 30 minutes, which is about 65% of the class being annoyed, making gestures, turning around, doing all kinds of things that were the opposite of the reason she came to the class that day. She didn't get a workout in or at least not much of one. She didn't enjoy herself. In fact, I would say she was basically miserable for probably the entire class. She ruined her workout and the class for herself. And I'm certain that if you asked her, if we could have interviewed her afterwards, she would claim, that the talking woman ruined the class for her. But the truth is actually that the bothered woman ruined the class for herself. Nobody else's workout was ruined. Nobody else was miserable, just the one bothered woman. And if she could have had control over that talking woman, she would have gotten her to stop so that she could enjoy her workout, even though everyone else was enjoying theirs. She wanted control so badly that she lost control of accomplishing what she even wanted to accomplish in the first place, which was the workout. And this is what happens when we need to control, and how being a control freak usually plays out for us. So it starts, you know, we're, we become really good at many things, and we begin to see more areas that show us that if we manage and maybe even overmanage certain areas of our lives, we'll see benefits from it. And we see the success of it, we see it work for us, we see that it's working exactly as we had planned and we execute it by always keeping our eyes on everything and directing things accordingly and all the things we want and need to do to maintain all the control. And basically we see how well it can work, so we keep doing it. You know, it Makes sense, it sounds very logical. Now what happens next happens fairly slowly. It sneaks up on us, so we usually don't recognize that it's happening. Over time, We begin to realize that there are some things that don't seem to be falling in line with what we had planned, not meeting our standards, our expectations, not following the path that we determined needs to happen for things to work the best way, either for us, for others, for the system, for the process, for the class, for the better, the company, whatever. And sometimes... It's circumstances out of our control and sometimes it's people who aren't falling in line or doing what we need them to do to stay in line for it all to work. And because we've proven to ourselves for so long that we are great at being in control, being the decision maker, being the one who knows the right way to do things. We know how things are supposed to go. We, we, we end up grasping very tightly onto the idea and we tighten our grip. We escalate our desire and need to regain the control over the things that are out of line and we push harder to get it back. And we continue increasingly to place a great deal of our focus and energy on the things that we're unable to control and change continuing to push and force more and more into areas where our control is impossible. And by the way, we also tend to just get in and start doing things ourselves and getting involved in things that we really don't need to be in. And maybe even involved with people and in their lives and in their business in ways that really is none of our business. But we do it all in the name of getting it done right, in the spirit of we know how it should be done. But that isn't even the worst of it. Like that's kind of the beginning. The worst part of it is, and we don't even realize, is that while we're focusing on all those things we can't control and change, and, we're, and we stay frustrated about those things and focused on those things, and we're getting into all the business of all of the other people and all the other areas where we don't necessarily belong, we end up losing control of the things that we actually do have control over. We're so distracted in placing our energy over there where it needs us, where we can fix things, where we can correct, that we're no longer placing our energy right here, right where we actually can bring the most impact. And so things are just falling apart because you're trying to put your energy into all of those things you can't control and change thinking you can, but leaving out the things that you actually do have control over that you are responsible for, that are your business, they're not getting any of the attention. So things are actually falling apart in both places. You're, you're not doing your thing and you're not impacting that much change, if any, with the other things either. And here's how I know, because while we're doing this, we're frustrated and we're angry and we're thinking to ourselves, if this situation could be different, if these people would just do what they're supposed to do, if he or she would stop doing that, then everything would just be better. It'd be working as it should. And when we're thinking that way and feeling frustrated, angry, or even resentful or disappointed because of it, we are no longer operating at our best. We are not acting the way we want to act. We're reacting in ways we don't like. We give our attention to areas that take us away from the most important areas. We're no longer doing any of the things that will make anything better or accomplish our real objective. We're just wasting time trying to change things that we can't because they're out of our control. I've been there. This has been my life personally, professionally on many occasions throughout my life. I get you. The thing we forget is that people, most of the time, in my experience, do not want to be controlled. They don't want to be told they should change. They don't really like to be told what to do or what they're doing wrong or criticized. They don't want to be told how things should be done based on a rule book that is not theirs. And when we try to force them to do it, when we push ourselves into it anyway, it usually doesn't go well. If you have times when it has, good for you. But in my experience, with the people I surround myself with, with the people I have on my team, with the people in my personal life, they don't like it and listen we don't like it when others tell us what to do we already think we know guess what they do too so we don't like it when others do it to us but somehow in our minds from the best possible place because we think we know and we think we're doing it for the in the spirit of rightness and correctness and betterness we think others will be okay with us doing it to them or we think they should be okay or just come to our way of thinking and doing But what happens is we negatively impact the relationships with those around us in the process of all this. None of this operation allows us to actually function the way we really want to operate, to focus on solutions we really want. And we don't even get results we like or ever intended. No matter how hard we try to control those things that are out of our control and people, it just keeps working against us repeatedly. It seems to get worse and worse and worse, and we only get more and more frustrated and angry and resentful and disappointed, causing us all kinds of angst and stress. We have lost sight of all the things that we actually have most control over in our lives, all in the name of being a control freak, of thinking that we are right, of thinking that those should come around to our way. Now I say, be the very best control freak you can be. You can be an amazing control freak. When you identify that with yourself, define it really accurately. Be very clear what it means to be a control freak and then own that, live into that. Let's define it so that you know when you are operating as an amazing control freak and when you're probably failing at your control freakness. Once we define the success of what that looks like, this can be very positive for all of us. This is what I had to do. Number one, We get to control choosing very deliberately exactly how we want to spend every minute of our time. No matter what others need or want or think they require of us, we get to choose. That is a really number one most important thing. Your time, you get to decide where to put it, where to put your energy, where to put it. Do I want to put it here, right here in the things I can control? Or do I want to put it on the things that I can't and into the people that I can't, right? When we tell ourselves that we're not in charge of our own calendar, that we have to do things, that we feel guilty if we don't, that we have an obligation or no choice, That is completely disempowering. And it means we've lost sight of what we actually can control and where and how we have control over it because none of those statements are even true. We took our mind off of what we can control and that is our time and placed in all the places where we don't other people and other things. So that's step number one, knowing that you have control over how you spend your time. It's always a choice number two when we do acknowledge that we get to control choosing it for our reasons we get to decide and we get to decide for whatever reasons we wish with no explanations we determine our priorities and what we value most and what we decide ahead of time which things will get our resources and our attention and which ones will naturally because we've created our priorities and identified them naturally fall by the wayside the rest the results are you are so super focused on the priority what really needs to be done and the objective and what you can control and how you're going to use your time for it the rest just kind of falls naturally by the wayside it just kind of drops off it becomes less important we put less focus on all that all those outside distractions lingering over there or distracting us or trying to pull us in another direction to try to take our attention to controlling something else those things will go away when we know clearly what we want and where we are going it's more obvious which things are not and our control and focus is on track naturally like just put the target out there in front of you where you want to go the rest will seem so much less important all those people and all those things that are happening over there suddenly become less important. So choose it for your reasons and decide that whatever reasons you wish, there's no explanation for that. Decide your priorities. Number three, we get to be in complete control of knowing what we can control and what we can't. We get to. Once we've gone through steps one and two, we operate from a place of recognizing which things we actually can impact and control, and which things arise that don't make the radar for us. It's a very freeing way of operating. As you're floating through the world focused on your priorities, the things are going to come. The curveballs are going to be thrown. The pitfalls will show. And you will know so clearly which ones you should tackle, which ones you should try to catch, and which ones we are just going to ignore because they are meaningless and mean nothing. Doesn't matter. And keep them going. Number four, we get to control how we think, feel, and act at all times. Knowing we are completely in control at all times of this choice is a liberating place to be. In other words, we're the only ones responsible for the fuel that drives us, called our emotions, aka emotions. Knowing that is the most controlling and empowering place to be because we can become fully aware of managing our own emotions. Literally, nothing can stop us from c- controlling ourselves to accomplish anything we want. That's what I really mean. I'm going to repeat that again for you, because I think it's so critical. When you recognize that you get to manage your own emotions and emotions are driving you each day into the actions you take the reactions you have the things you choose not to act on when you realize you get to be in charge of managing that for yourself all the time that is the key my friends to being able to accomplish anything you want in the world anything in the world I'm not trying to be pie in the sky I'm trying to tell you if you have a goal if you have something that you are going after The only way to get there is knowing that you are in charge of managing your own fuel for getting there. That other people's things and all of those other circumstances out there, they will not affect you unless you choose to let them. Number five, we get to control our own results all the time. We're in control of our own destiny. Other people, responsible for theirs. That is not for us and is not our business. Their decisions and their destiny is 100% their business. And most importantly, not following these five steps is the only thing that will prevent that destiny from happening. These Five steps are the path and the way to creating every result we have in our lives. When we focus and practice these as our habits, we become the exact control freaks that we have set out to be, that we identify with, that we're proud of, that we see success from, that we create results from. Be an amazing control freak, but do it with the right idea of what success of a control freak really is. So number one, we get to control choosing deliberately exactly how we want to spend every minute of our time. Number two, when we do, we get to control choosing it for our reasons and make those decisions. Number three, we get to be in complete control of knowing what we control and what we can't. Number four, we get to control how we think, feel, and act at all times. And number five, we get to control our results for our own destiny knowing others are responsible for theirs if you find yourself struggling with how to be the best control freak you can be these are this is the beginning these are the five steps you can begin to take now i'm not saying it's easy i'm saying it is simple though i'm not saying it won't take a little while to relearn a new habit for yourself but i am saying it's not hard it can be done You can practice, you learned how to do it one way, you can learn how to do it a different way, especially when you see the results that can be available to you. So be a control freak, just be an amazing one. And this is where we focus here at Strive. If you find yourself trying to do this work, this is the work we're doing every day. Our clients, this community is working on creating that empowerment, creating that freedom, getting rid of the frustrations and the disappointments And the obligation and anger and anxiety that come with trying to control the things that you can't control, that's the work we do. And it's completely available to you too. We are changing lives every single day for people who can actually go out in the world, stop being angry and frustrated, and now put their very best resources available to them to work in ways that actually get them the results they really want and achieving the goals that are the most important to them, the big things. Because guess what? When you're focused on controlling the things that you really can't control, you're focused on the little things. And I want you to focus on the big things because those are the things that matter most. That's what's going to make the impact and the change in the life that you really, really, truly want. I want you to have a life of empowerment, freedom, peace, and motivation that's available to you by becoming the perfect ideal control freak. It is available to you. Come check us out at Strive Leadership Development. See how you can have this too. I look forward to seeing you inside. Come on and check us out. Strive Leadership Development guides leaders toward their greatest potential. We hope you'll check out what we've been up to at striveleadershipdevelopment.com.